I'm Caleb Davis. My name's Jeffrey Lloyd. That makes me Noah Ginter. And this is The Rabbit Trail. Dun dun dun! Welcome back, everyone. It is still the holiday season. It is. Celebrating all them their holidays. New Year's is coming up very, very quickly. Oh boy. It's a weird holiday. Yeah. It is kind of. Well, and it's so subjective to, like, your culture and where you are in the world. However, almost all cultures celebrate a New Year festival. It's Mm. true. Interesting. The timing of it is different, but you have it in, like, South American cultures, Mm -hmm. North American, European, Asian. Like, it's all... I don't want to say that it is completely worldwide, but it's almost a universal concept. Huh. Interesting. New beginnings and all that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Which, Which I think kind of is a universal idea of, like... One, like, we've made it through a whole year. Yeah. What do we do looking forward kind of a deal. Well, and I think people in general just kind of need a little, like, hey, props to us for living another year. Yeah. How do you think people in places that have one season celebrated New Year's before they had calendars? That's a great question, because they wouldn't be able to track yeah. Cause what like, a year was. Because I know, like, like, Native American stuff, they celebrate by, like, depending on if they were in, like, the Midwest, you know, they'd be able to have, like, the seasons and harvests and whatever. So it wasn't, like, necessarily a new year, but it'd be, like, a new harvest, whatever, whatever. Mm -hmm. But, like, people in, like, Jamaica or, like, island nations where it's, like... Wouldn't they have... Like, rainy seasons, maybe, or something like that? But it's also the The moon. moon. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Yep. Moon cycles. The eclipse and stuff like that. Yeah. Like, or a a moon cycle is probably more, because eclipse doesn't happen as often. It's true. But... Yeah, so it would, like, oh, okay. because the, in some cultures there's a new moon festival. Right, yeah. Kind of a okay. deal. Yeah, it makes more sense. Yeah. True. Yeah. Also, after but I said really Native Americans point. harvest, they don't do that. I mean, they harvest f- crops and stuff, but they don't, like, plant crops. So harvest well, doesn't do. Do yeah, they? Yeah, I, thought they moved, I thought they moved around too much to actually have, like, set... Places that they... It depends on the uh, yeah, different... Yeah, depends okay. on the tribe. Cool. Well, I'm because glad that I thought about that. That's part of how the original English colony survived. Mm-hmm. Because, yeah. they because they had the to learn how to the from native, the Native Yeah, the yeah. ones who were yeah. living nearby knew how to grow really good crops. Yeah. Crops to them. Yeah. Yeah, crops to them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, anyway, so New Year's. Uh, do you guys do New Year's resolutions? I like the idea of saying I can be a better person this year. Mm-hmm. Often I just kind of sit where I'm at, and I'm like, ah, that was a good thought. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know. I don't necessarily do, like, resolutions in the terms of, like, a list of resolutions. Like, I'm going to do these things. I usually try and set a goal for myself. Okay. Oh. Um, like I should try that. This year I want to learn more about this subject. Or sure. by the end of this year I want to have done this many things. Like, yeah. like this last year... I didn't really have a specific, even really, goal. It was like, I'm going to be doing these things in the next year. So with that, I would like to get better at this, this, and this. So. And then. Did you? I did. I, I The ones that I remember, <laughs> I, I, I did. Because, like, um, this time last year, um, I had, like, just bought my first camera. Um, and I, one of the things I wanted was, like, I want to be at a point where... I am much more comfortable with knowing how to use this, and I am much more comfortable just being around this type of thing, which I yeah. did because, like, I took a class on it, and I did a bunch of work outside. I actually ended up getting a couple of paid jobs using a camera. Nice. Um, and so, like, little things like that where it's, like, not necessarily, like, big character-building things, but they kind of are. Yeah. So, yeah, and, like, I know that was one of them. Um, and then all the other ones, 
were either really similar or I can't remember. So I think I did it. Sweet. Cool. Yeah. Props to Jeff. Yeah. Okay, so, so if we're looking at more like goals, what is one goal that you have for this year or that you would like to, like a place you want to go, something you want to do, something oh you want to learn? Um, and just one, because we, we, we don't want to spend too much time. That's okay. Come to me last. Cause okay, sounds good. Oh Jeff, boy. do you have something? Um, I was actually, I was actually kind of thinking about this recently because I was like, I don't really know what this next year is bringing for me because yeah. my yeah. plans completely changed in the last like two months. Um, so I don't know. I guess one thing that I would like to have. Is because let's see, uh, be spring and then summer. I would like to have one thing that I make over the summer that I can just look at, and even if it's like something super super short, like in or something that like isn't a video or a film or anything like that, but maybe it's literally something like I build. I want to have hmm. one thing that I can look at just from the summer that I can be like, I'm happy with how that turned out whatever it does i'm yeah you know like if it's a video if it gets no views i'm still happy with it like something mm -hmm. like that um otherwise there's a couple of personal things that i kind of want to di potentially dive into this next year but i'm not sure if i'll necessarily set them as like resolutions just because i don't yeah. know what's coming like with it's those true. things but cool yeah stuff like that um Caleb, what is one thing that you wish to improve on or have a goal set for you in this next year? So for me, um, I really love music um, and I, I play drums. I'm a percussionist. Um, and so in years past, I was able to do that with my, my uh, past roommate, Joel, who we've mentioned on the podcast before. We want to get him up here sometime. Uh, we were actually able to record a couple of EPs and an album together under the band name Kiraton. They're my second favorite band. Yeah, it's true. I think we've mentioned Kiraton on the podcast once before, maybe. Maybe. Um, but in addition to that, I also have a lot of stuff that I've been working on myself. Um, and so within the next year, I want to finish like recording and producing one album. Like, like a, just a at full least length? one, uh, yeah, like twelve songs. Song. See, part of the thing is like because I've just been working on stuff for like the past four years or something. Mm -hmm. I have a lot of material, but just none of it is ready to be released. Right. Mm -hmm. So, but I would like to release at least one album's worth of stuff okay. by this next year. Okay. Could you think of something, Noah? Um, honestly, I think that it would be really interesting to uh to hone my skill. Like I'm kind of a year behind Jeff. I want to uh. I have a couple things that I'm working on, individual projects, uh, just films and writing, and I want to learn what it takes to make it and yeah. like what it would be to be good at that. Um, and so whether that's actual like experience doing that or whether it's um, just actually, you know what? I'm just gonna say I want to be a better person, like just better in any sense. As long as I can improve in the next year, I will be happy with myself. Okay, okay cool. Yeah, yeah just keep keep the bar low. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, I, I would say, too, like, for anyone listening, um, if you are someone who does, like, really get into the resolutions things, but you always feel bad about, like, only making it halfway through your list or something like that, that's why I started doing the, like, one main goal yeah. type thing. Because I also found that when you start with that one main goal and you get to that point, it's a lot easier to keep going down that path with that goal, mm, too. Yeah. Because you're just so already so used to like working in that mm -hmm. that it just kind of 
comes a bit more naturally. So if that yeah. is something that you get kind of hung up on a little bit, I would recommend just literally picking one goal. And it, for the first year, it may even be something that you know you can get done in like the first couple of months. And then just challenge yourself then once you get to that point to just continue to go yeah. with that. So then when you get to this time next year, you can look back and be like, oh, wow, I actually did do this. Now I can mm -hmm. do something. I know I can do something yeah. that I can do like yeah. this big. Also, I really like the idea of like getting better at something yeah. through yeah. the year instead of I want to come to this event where all of a sudden now I I've am, made it. I am patient. My resolution yeah. was to be more patient this year. And uh, in December, at the end of the year, I finally became patient, patient. and now yeah. I don't have to worry about that anymore. But I like the idea of like becoming more patient. So like yeah. that way, when you look back at the end of the year and you're like, okay, I have I made progress in this. Yeah, I'm still very far from being perfect in this one regard. However, I can look back at the year and see specific instances where I did better than I did the year before. Yeah. Yeah. In regard to you, uh, let me start that over. In regard to in regard to you, our viewers. Um, ah. Also, if you don't make it to your goal, or if you don't, uh, or even if you don't make yeah. goals, like like you just um, there are some people who just don't function that way. Yeah, but I was gonna say, don't feel discouraged. Like, just try again, and like if you don't do it the first time, do it again, do it again, do it again. Like, just keep working towards it, and don't let a failure holds you back because I know that that's something that's like prevented me in the past is mm -hmm. like I would try and try and try and then something would I would fail and it'd be like ah drat oh oh well I guess that's not gonna happen and so like also don't wait for New Year's to set goals like yeah. you can set goals in the middle of July and be like mm -hmm. hey by next July I want to do this thing yeah. or be better at this if sort of skill yeah like I don't know I think New Year's resolution uh, New Year's resolutions are kind of silly, and I understand the idea, but I think that you should be making resolutions for yourself all year. Yeah. yeah, and that's actually kind of part of the idea of making yourself better, is like finding out what works for you and it being a continual process. It's not just... Ah, it's December 31st. Better, I better be better tomorrow. Yeah. yeah. And there, also, there's kind of this really weird superstition thing with New Year's where you like have to kiss someone at midnight. I've never understood that. Where like, did I that get come it. from? I don't know, but, like, I get it's supposed to, like, bring in the new year, but at the same time, like, if you aren't in a relationship, you're just supposed to, like, find somebody to oh, kiss no. on New Year's. I guess this like, dirty hobo that I just met will have to do. Uh, yeah, well, because, like, my family watches the ball drop in New York. And I've done that And it's once. got, like, the video of, like, all the people kissing at midnight. All the couples, yeah. And it's, like... How many of those people literally just, like, met for the first time? True. Because it's like, it's New Year's, I gotta kiss somebody. Yeah. Like, that seems like a really weird thing to me. Interesting. Also, like, I feel like it's being, it, it can very easily be turned into an excuse of, like, yeah. oh, it's New Year's, kiss me, like, <laughs> kind yeah. of a deal. And it's just, like, some people don't want that. And, like, you don't have to. Like, it's okay. Like, yeah. Yeah. calm down. It's going to be okay. New Year's isn't the only time you'll ever get a kiss from anybody. And, like, I don't know. I just feel like... But, okay, so, Jeff, you, you said superstition. I think yeah. that's interesting that, that you said that. That kind of piques a question for me. Superstition. What, what are some superstitions that you guys are aware of? Aware of or own? Like, that I have? Oh, yeah, sure, that you own. Do you oh. have a superstition? I'm not. I do not. I, I'm not a very superstitious okay. person. I'm very uh, 
I am average stitious. <laughs> oh my god! So in that case, what's what's one of your favorite superstitions that you are aware of? Um, just I think, that you think I don't know why, but I just think it's really funny whenever um, someone thinks that like walking under a ladder is bad luck. I just yeah. think that's super funny because like, who's the first guy who was like, "Hey, look, I made a ladder," and someone's like, "Yo, that's bad luck." It was probably because, like, someone was on a ladder and someone walked underneath it and then knocked the ladder over. Oh. And someone was like, oh, that was bad luck. And then it just kind of, like, mm-hmm. went from there. Huh. I feel like that's pretty much how all those types of True. things that it are It happened like, one time. And then, well, yeah. yeah. But also, I feel like a lot of it ties back to um, kind of, like, uh, early religious systems mm-hmm. where they thought, like, like spirits were involved in literally everything that ever happened. Right. And so if huh. you did something wrong, the spirits would bring bad luck upon you and stuff would go wrong. So is so saying like, bless you a superstition? Actually, it is. And oh. I love that you bring that up. So I do have a superstition. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I don't think you treat it as a superstition. Definitely But not. that's where it started from. So before people understood scientifically what a sneeze was or a cough. Yeah. They thought it was like people demons. being possessed by yeah. demons. And so because it was a, a really violent noise and they were just like, oh, uh, what's going on? Like, what are you doing with your body? And so they would say, God bless you to cast the demon out. Right. And so, yes, that was a superstition. I mean, just because you yeah. say bless you doesn't mean that you hold that superstition anymore. But... Anyways, Fair. Jeff, yeah. do you have a favorite superstition? Um, I don't know if it's necessarily like one superstition, um, but I just kind of find all the superstition that goes into performing in whether it's like the music genre, like musical world mm-hmm. or the sports world kind of funny. Because yeah. I, I perfectly understand like a routine. Yep. Because you do a routine to like make sure you're in like the right zone. Yeah, like, yeah. You know, and you do that in theater too. Like you you have like certain places you you think of when you're like getting into characters or like that. And that's not necessarily a superstition. And it's also a lot about like muscle memory too. Yeah. Like you you do something over and over so that you can do it. Exactly. A lot of people. And so like I, that's the way I think of it. But there's such a this like big world of superstition in um, performing and specifically in like baseball, baseball. Yep. it's huge yeah like, like you can't step on the line before the game starts or, yep. or it's bad luck yeah and it's just kind of like I, I it just fascinates me and i find i find it really funny because literally everyone has their own unique superstition yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah things like certain people have to like touch bats certain ways before they swing and it's or like they only use how, a certain bat yeah and it's like how did you get to that point yeah where you're like you know what I hit a home run after I hit the bat this, like, touch the bat like this. Wonder yeah. if I do it again. And then, but then how many times do you do that and you don't get a home run? That and it's kind of yeah. like, and so it always kind of makes me laugh because, like, I see all these people that do all these, like, crazy things in baseball. And it's like, how many times does that actually work? Or are you saying, that, like, your superstition is counteracted by that person's superstition yeah. is counteracted <laughs> by that person, you know? <laughs> And it just gets like this huge web of it's all messy. me being confused. Yeah, that's funny. I think that's particularly funny because of how analytically we look at sports now. Because like a huge part of like sports networks now is analysis. Like mm-hmm. they look at the stats. It's all very mathematical. Where it's just like, okay, number, 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 stat multiplied by this number, statistics. This is how well this team is doing on a percentage this is how well their percentage is in this particular category, and this is why. Right. Like, but at the same time, 
there exists that like if if we don't do this before the game, we'll have a poor percentage. In I think area. it's really interesting yeah. that you brought up the analytics of sports because I read an article about the superstition in baseball, and it said that uh, players with superstitions often didn't perform as good uh, when they didn't do the superstition, but players without superstitions played better overall. Yeah. Huh. So Interesting. Yeah. So is it a head thing? Yeah, well, definitely. I think it definitely is. Because it kind of goes back into that muscle memory thing. Because if you start doing something before you uh, swing a bat, like Jeff was saying, then if you don't do that, your muscles are kind of like, oh, what? What's going oh, on? oh, we're swinging a bat. You know? Um, and yeah. so I think that definitely explains that side of things. But I think it's really interesting that players without superstitions play better. Well, because I think also part of it has to do with how relaxed you are, is per- yeah. uh, particularly with performance-based stuff, mm-hmm. whether it's sports or like theater or music or whatever. If you're not relaxed, your body is typically tense, and then you can't yeah. do whatever physical thing you yeah. need to do because of that tensity. So people who don't have a superstition don't have any reason to be naturally tense because they're not afraid that something like bad luck is going to happen. And the people who do have superstitions perform better when they believe they've counteracted their superstition, yeah. and right. so then they're more relaxed. Yeah. I don't know. I think it's, I just think the whole idea of a superstition is kind of interesting as a whole because i like i always like where did it come from yeah like who was the first person to be like oh you break a mirror seven years bad luck like why seven years yeah who came up with the numbers behind that yeah and who was just like you know what that is a bad thing yeah no somebody just dropped something it happens (laughs) like it's okay so um um, do you have a superstition um not really. I think superstitions are kind of weird. But while you guys were talking about your own, I went onto the interwebs ah. and looked up an article from the Huffington Post about that means some, it's real. Well, I mean, well, it's a real article. Yeah, it's a real <laughs> article. They're, they're, I don't know. Take it how you want. Fact check us. Let yeah. us know if we're wrong. Yeah, but anyway, that'd be cool. Yeah, these, these are just some really weird superstitions that I just looked up on this. And again, like, if if this is completely crazy and made up. Let us know, because we don't want to lie to you guys. This is just what I found. Um, yep. So apparently, um, in Turkey, and again, I don't think a lot of this is like uni- like place. universal, but it's just like some like some people in Turkey used to or kind of still have yeah, this belief. It's kind of so a cultural thing. It comes from Turkey, cool. but apparently there's a belief that if you chew gum after dark, it turns to dead flesh. Huh. Wow. I feel like that's really easy to test out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I feel like it is too. And like again, that's that's kind of why I'm wondering if some of these are actually still true, or if it's kind yeah. of just like a like a thing you tell your kids. Like, oh, well, if, if and you chew how your old gum is chewing dark, gum? Yeah, exactly. Because like how how because it has to be after chewing gum was invented. And why dead flesh? That's true. Um, I don't know. I mean, well, f- I don't think that like living flesh would just pop into your mouth. I think because mm. after flesh is separated from an organism, it's dead flesh. Technically, your hair is dead. I mean, it's not flesh, but it's dead. Yeah. Um, and so I, th- I, I bet you it's probably because of the color of bubble gum and the pink, like, yeah, fleshy color that it can have sometimes. Well, there's, in- so I wonder if that kind of came about. Maybe a bunch of people like spit out their gum after they were chewing it at night, and so people saw it in the mornings and were <laughs> like, "That looks like skin." <laughs> yeah, it's flesh. And it just kind of like grew into this kind of like. Urban yeah, it just kind of like yeah. boosted, boosted, boosted. It's like the telephone thing where 
you tell one person one thing, and they tell someone else, and they tell someone else, and eventually yeah. and my size, chewing gum turned into dead flesh. It's a cycle of over-exaggeration. Yeah. Over-exaggerated over-exaggeration. It's a hyperbolic yeah. circle. Yay. True. Okay, so another one. Yeah. Um, in uh, Syria, particularly, Dem- or I think it comes from Damascus in Syria. Sweet. Um, the Damascus means a well-watered place, and huh. that's really important because Syria is in like kind of a desert, desert climate. Climate. Yeah. Um, so, but apparently, there's a belief that yo-yos will bring drought. Huh. So, like yo-yos are banned from Syria. Like they don't really. They don't have yo-yos there. That's what this article is saying. Huh. Again, I don't know how true any of this is. It's just what I looked up. Maybe Noah, do you want to do some fact checking while I kind For of read sure. some of this? Um, another one, real quick, that's kind of funny. Um, apparently, in Korea or South Korea, um, it's a belief that if you go to sleep with a fan on in your room, you'll die. Well, I've done that lots. So me too. Oh. <sighs> Wait, not die. I've no, gone yeah. to sleep with a fan on. I'm, I'm just trying to think of how like some of those came would come about. Um, Maybe a, I don't know because. That one seems really oddly specific. Yeah, and like it would be super easy to counteract it. Like yeah. you just go to bed with a fan. Like especially because I feel like so many people in, or at least in the Midwest that I've talked to, like a lot of people sleep with a fan on their room because they like noise. Yeah. Like they like to sleep with, yeah. with a white noise in the background to, to lull them into sleep. Mm. So, and I wonder if that always means like a little like a little table fan or if it means like the ceiling fan yeah. or something. Huh. So I didn't. I looked up uh, whether or not yo-yos were banned in Syria, and according to yoyonews.com, <laughs> um, oh my gosh, yeah, I didn't know this was a website. But yeah. if you're a yo-yo enthusiast, hit it up. They are banned as of January twenty-first, nineteen thirty-three. Um, oh, but wow, it was because that was a long time ago. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Continue. I don't know if it is still that way, but <laughs> um, they were a hunting weapon, and I knew that. That I knew that. It was used for that purpose right. back in the day. I didn't know that um, people would swear up and down that they, uh, when people would go leave hunting with yo-yos or come back with uh, some sort of kill with a yo-yo, mm. that the crops would die after that. Hmm. So that's where the superstition comes huh. from, that they bring drought. That's weird. Yeah, it is. Also, huh. can you imagine hunting with a yo-yo? <laughs> I mean, I'm imagining that they probably looked a little different than, like, my little plastic, like, ball thing. I know, but I'm not, and it's really, <laughs> like, I just picture someone, just like, like, in a me, tree, like, in a with, tree like, stand. Like, bushes hanging out of my hair. Waiting for, like, a deer to run by, so you can, like, try and, like, walk the dog and, like, trip up the deer or something. Like, so just, like, hit in the head a couple times. You either yeah. have to whip it really hard at their head, yeah. or you have to, like loop it around their throat and then just like like, bite it to death like I just find that really kind of funny like I I know that it would because like boomerangs are the same way yeah and like I am terrible with both and so just I would die of starvation if that was what I had to use (laughs) so one more well you wouldn't have drought so you could grow crops yeah that's true fair enough so you wouldn't have to (laughs) there we go anyways I just want to read one more for you guys apparently in Romania um, there's a lot of superstitions. Oh boy! And one of them is that if you are abusive to animals, um, you will be cursed with hairy babies. Huh? <laughs> what? <laughs> no context for where that comes from, but apparently, so if you beat animals, your child your, becomes your child. One. Well, yeah, kind of. 
Like it, you, you just have a very hairy child. Do they grow out of it, or, or are they just hairy for kids life? forever? No idea. Huh. I wonder if that's because if you beat an animal, the animal's like, "Yo, why do you hate me? Curse your children, and then your children look like animals because they're all hairy." Yeah. Do you still love your Could kids? Yeah. Also, what counts as beating an animal? Like, are you like a physically abusive dog owner, or did you like throw a rock at a squirrel once? I think it's more like physically abusive dog owner. Okay. Because like if you're just generally like awful, malignant yeah. to animals. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. Well, I actually like props for that one because at least it's bringing something helpful about yeah. it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of super superstitions are very just like ah this will do something bad to you and it's some really menial task mm-hmm. that's not really important but this one's like actual. Hey, we're trying to prevent you from beating animals, which Don't is a bad thing. Yeah. So, like, go for it. Yeah, I believe that one now. <laughs> I do think it's really interesting that, like, all of them are rooted from a place of fear that, like, something's going to go wrong. So, like, yeah. and it's it's also the idea that, like, everything that happens is very cause and effect. So, if I do this action, this is going to happen later down the road, either to someone else or to me. And like it's there's there's nothing anyone can do about it because that's the way that it is, and so that's why some of them are very specific. Yeah. Where it's like, um, the, if you walk under a ladder, not necessarily under any other kind of structure, then you'll have bad luck. Or if you break a mirror, you'll have seven years of bad luck. Like it's right. super specific because it's a cause and effect relationship yeah. kind of a deal. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of interesting because like because then you kind of where my mind goes from that is. Superstition kind of feels like a more tame version of a curse. Yeah. A little yeah. bit. And so I can't help but wonder what the first superstition was and when hmm. it kind of came about and, like, did it have some sort of a root in that? In that, like, given the time period of, like, when curses were really a thing, you know, and, like, witchcraft and stuff like that, like, was that kind of when it kind of really started to form itself like especially here in america where it was kind of like oh hey by the way if you do this you know the witch will get you or something like that and like how easy was it of a transition to go from something like that to like oh by the way if you break a mirror you're just gonna have bad luck for seven years you know yeah yeah i don't know i i just kind of find that interesting because the way I see it is, who on earth was the first person that was like, ooh, this is a bad <laughs> thing, and like, yeah. did it start out as just kind of like a campfire story type thing, you know? It could yeah. be. Well, because another thing that it could be, and we, we kind of talked about this in an earlier episode when we were talking about conspiracy theories, mm. and how like the human mind searches for connections in life. Right. And so it could be that somebody did something once, like dropped a mirror, for example. Right. And then really awful stuff happened to them. And then later in life, they repeated the same action, and then awful things happened. And they were just like, wait, okay, it happened more than once. There's got to be some sort of connection here. Right. And then they came up with the idea of like, oh, it's this luck or like fate, like this causality that happens. Mm. Um, And so, but what I think is kind of really funny about like Western superstition is 
we particularly claim to be like like very enlightened about like we're we're more cognitive about things where it's right. like yes everything is scientific and so like if you walk under a ladder there's no scientific reason why something bad will happen to you in the future like that's those things are connected right. um so we have this like enlightened free will mindset but we're also still very driven by cause and effect kind of things right like and i think it's interesting that we just approach that in a different way yeah. Because um, you have kind of like uh, like more of a factory mindset here, where it's like if you do this thing well, this will happen. Mm. So like like uh, economically, if you work hard, you make money. If you invest, you make money. Like the, like or if you invest wisely, I suppose. Like yeah. Just investing doesn't guarantee you money. And there is a little bit more like chance and variation in that. But like at the same time, it's it's still really driven by a cause and effect kind of a deal. Even though we have this like huge, like free will kind of mm-hmm. mentality running alongside that. I just think it's funny that they they coexist with each other. So, do you think that we actually have free will, or is everything that we do already been planned out? And like that's what you're gonna do, and whether you want to or not, that's what's gonna end up happening. So do we really have free will? I don't know if I explained that well enough for you guys to respond. Yeah, but like, no, 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 I understand. Um, I think there's a mixture of both. I think we have the ability to make our choices, but I don't think that we're able to escape all of those choices. And that's where kind of where, and it, this probably isn't the correct terminology, but like an element of fate comes into play. Hmm. So like if you make a decision, it's going to affect people in some way. Yeah. And how it affects you isn't necessarily set in stone or when it affects you kind of a deal. So, like, it's not like the superstition of if you drop a mirror or if you break a mirror, you have seven years of bad luck. Like, that's super specific. But, like, so if if you choose to lie about something, you may even get away with it kind of a deal and you're not affected Mm -hmm. with it right away. But, like, there's still the possibility of you being affected by that later in your life Yeah, kind of a deal. So I, I think we do have free will, but I also think we are tied down by the consequences of whatever choice we make. Hmm. I mean, you could almost, like, getting away from, like, a biblical kind of thing and looking at, like, a quote-unquote, like, scientific version of it, yeah. you could look at almost kind of the multiple worlds theory where it's yeah, like every choice every, you make splits off into another yeah, universe. Yeah, and so every potential outcome of every potential thing exists. Yeah. Hmm. Um, and so you could argue that... Holy cow. Um, oh, yeah. yeah. Like, and that's for everyone. Well, yeah. and it's not even different worlds. It's different planes of existence. Yeah, it's, um, yeah. So it's even more so divided than just like worlds or uh, dimensions. It's literally just like X planes. Yeah, and so um, that's kind of an interesting like rabbit hole to go down in and of itself because yeah. Yeah. because that's literally for every single person and so like we would not be aware of the other yeah. planes of existence because literally the one that we are in is the one where every single choice that the three of us have made like every potential combination of it yep. this is the one where all of the choices that we each one of us has made in our entire lifetime this is that plane where all of those exist at the same time. Yep. Mm. Where there's another one where all of the exact same choices are exactly the same, except one of us like sneezed instead of blowing yep. their nose. 
Yeah. And that exists in theory Infinite infinitely. Times. So there's yeah. an infinite amount of planes mm-hmm. constantly affecting each other. No, like, no. They have no effect so, over each other. So they each exist linearly. Yeah. So, so like right now, so say there we time is going like this. Yep. And it's constantly moving. He's moving forward. his hand forward. They're yes, stacked so on top you of each other. Listeners. They're all stacked vertically on top of each so other. So they all follow this. So, so it all starts at zero and it all moves And it forward. all moves forward. Yep. And just every single one is a world where every some, possible, every possible yeah. thing that could potentially ever be different. They is don't happening. have any effect on each other. It's not like they okay, split okay. off from an, an, like an origin time. Right. But now there is an interpretation that does, does have that yeah. way. But more commonly in the theological uh, world, you will find the multiple planes idea. Because yeah. because the there is also an idea of it where if time travel were a thing, that if you were to go back in time and change something. Then it would cause a split, yeah. And then mm-hmm. that world would be something that happened where the world you came from still technically exists because you're from it, but the world that you are now currently a part of is the one that is going. And so the world you technically came from it still exists, but you don't live there. Mm-hmm. And it gets kind of really convoluted. But the more common theory is that they all are existing at the same time. Hmm. Um, and That's I also could be misinterpreting that, so if someone does know much more about that than I do, that is perfectly okay, and yeah. feel free to correct us. Yeah. Also, if you have any superstitions as a listener, or yeah. if you know anyone that has a superstition, please let us know, because we would love to uh, hear about it and potentially talk about it, too, if there's some yeah. that are like, really interesting, or like why, like the reasoning behind why someone mm-hmm. has a superstition. I find, I always find that really interesting because I like yeah. learning why people are the way they are. Yeah, true. So as Me a listener, too. if you hear or if you hear us talking about this and you're like, "Hey, I do something like that," let us know. Um, how can they get in touch with us, Caleb? Uh, I can never so remember. The best ways to get in touch with us, um, if you have the Anchor app, then you can either comment on episodes that we have, um, or you can call into our station, leave us a little voice message, um, and let us know your thoughts. If you don't have the Anchor Station, one, you should get it. Because the Anchor app is super cool. It allows us to interact with you besides just releasing an episode every week. Yeah. Um, Noah, is the, do we, is there another way we can get in touch with them? I'm trying to remember. Um, you can call Stallion at 555. No, five. <laughs> uh, I think we're working on a couple different opportunities. Yeah. Um, uh, so we'll hopefully have a Facebook page and maybe perhaps a Twitter account yeah. something yeah, maybe, the like maybe an email yeah well email you Instagram guys can send questions to Facebook or... website yeah, yeah something yeah, like that something. also we should just clarify we are not sponsored in any way by Anchor at all no but if not. Anchor wants to yeah. let us know yeah, actually I mean, though yeah if anybody wants to sponsor us that'd be cool and we Go are more than it. happy to do an ad read yeah. but just as of just so you know we are using Anchor but we are not Paid to mention them? No, no, yeah, at all. I just really like the app. Caleb's in love. Well, yeah. One one of my favorite YouTubers actually discovered it, and that's how I found out about it. And so I really like listening to his stuff, and I just love the community aspect of it. Like, yeah, I think, I think it's great. It's like radio, but you get to talk to the radio host without like having to be the only one person who gets yeah. to call in. Like, yeah. every, it's like Facebook radio. Yeah. Cool. So, that's yeah, fun. that's 
yeah, let us know um, any sort of superstitions or, or anything else too. I mean, yeah. if you have New something Year's goals, that, yeah, New Year's resolutions. goals. If you have some topic that you want us to talk about too, I mean, I'm open to that. Yeah. Like, yeah, too. let Please us know. Tell us. Get on that anchor app and tell us. Hey, you guys should talk about tigers or and whatever bears. else or lions. Oh my. Or goats. Oh. <laughs> oh okay. I think this is about a good time to wrap things up today. We covered a lot of ground in, in not that much time. Well, we had one really big jump. I suppose, yeah, that's true. But we So we started with New Year's. New yep. Year's, yeah. Uh, goals. Goals and resolutions. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, we also talked about New Year's kisses. Yep. Yeah. Um, and that brought us into... And that brought us into superstition. Superstition. Yeah. Um, favorite superstitions. We talked about um, uh, how we both don't have superstitions. Yeah, yeah we did. Um, uh, also, the superstition, yeah, world of superstitions, yo-yos and drought In and Syria, yeah. gum and uh, mm-hmm. flesh. Yeah. Um, How I'd be a terrible hunter. It's yeah. true. Yeah, that's Jeff true. would die. I would die. Um, and then uh, what? And then we jumped and over then just to telling people to get in touch with us. I suppose, yeah. No, yes. we talked about planes of existence. And oh, yeah, yeah, that's yeah, right. That's yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. The planes of existence. Can't forget of existence. that. Uh, Not the metaphysics. The planes yeah. of existence. Yeah. Well, that has been quite a crazy ride. Yeah, Thank really, you guys yeah. so much for listening to us. We really do appreciate uh, those of you who have been listening to us consistently. Yeah. It means a lot that you guys think that what we have to say is entertaining or meaningful. Um, so thank you so much. Um, yeah. Feel free to continue listening to us. And again, like we were saying earlier, suggest things for us to talk about because yeah. we'd love to interact with you guys more. Tell your friends. Yeah. Have people Actually, you know no. listen to so you can talk to them about what we're talking about. Especially and if we have an episode where we talk about a topic that a friend of yours is like super into. Just You don't even yeah. have to like recommend the whole show. Just be like, send them that one yeah. episode or something yeah, like that. Episode. And then if they like it, they'll keep going. Yeah. Cool. Great free will. Oh, hey, we talked a about lot. That. Yeah, there we go. Anyway, my name is Caleb Davis. It's Noah Ginter. I'm Jeffrey Lloyd. And this is The Rabbit Trail. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you guys next week. There's a universe where we didn't mess up as many times as we did. <laughs> Maybe, and there, that means there's an audience that is getting a much better show. Oh, yeah, I'm man. sorry, everyone. <laughs> sorry you're stuck in this but plane of existence. There's also an audience that is getting just an awful, crappy show. <laughs> where it's just True. Like 30 minutes of silence. <laughs> <laughs> They're it's, listening it's, to The Remnant. <laughs> oh, no.